there. My name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and, of course, share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Hey there. Thank you so much for watching, listening. Stoked to have you here. And check it out. We're starting a new series. But just want to give a shout out. Do you realize we're over 3,000 subscribers to our YouTube channel? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, I invite you, welcome you to subscribe. That'd be fantastic. And I'm going to have some questions for you. I want you to kind of interact with me a little bit here because this series and leave comments, thumbs up, all that stuff, because this series is pretty interactive. And this series is called Flip the Script. Flip the Script. You're like, what does that mean? Well, if you think about it, a lot of times you watch a movie, you hear, read a book, whatever, and it has like a script to it. And you think, oh, I know what it's going to be. I know the outcome. It's going to normally go da, 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 da. But I want to just say that with Jesus, Jesus a lot of times flips the script. And he doesn't do exactly what you expect, or he kind of does a sharp, you know, per perpendicular turn and doesn't necessarily, he flips the script. And the first example of this, we read about in uh, Luke 9, verses 54 to 56. And I'm going to, over the course of this series, I'm going to point out some ex interesting experiences, stories, situations where Jesus doesn't do uh, what you would anticipate or expect. So answer this question. Has Jesus ever flipped the script for you? Leave a comment there. And maybe you say he did in this or he hasn't or didn't do what you expected, didn't do what you anticipated, didn't do what you prayed, um, has Jesus ever flipped the script for you? And so the first example, like I said, in Luke 9, verses 54 to 56, is uh, Jesus and his disciples are going through Samaria, and Jesus has determined, it says it a couple verses earlier, he's, going, he's on his way to Jerusalem. But as he goes through Samaria, the people there, Samaritans, find out that Jesus is on his way to, Samaria, uh, to Jerusalem. And the Samaritans are cranky with Jesus for setting his face towards Jerusalem. And it's kind of this traditional antagonism between Jews and Samaritans. I mean, this is kind of historical. It's not anything all that new. There's ethnic uh, conflict, <laughs> and reasonably so. They've had a long-standing history of conflict, tension uh, between these two ethnicities. And I think that's interesting because ethnic conflict is not a new thing. Like here in America, there's ethnic conflict and tension. If you've ever experienced that or been a part of that, just give a thumbs up on that right now because <laughs> it's absolutely Absolutely something we deal with in our modern living is ethnic conflict. And this is what Jesus was in and experiencing. And as a result of the Samaritans being cranky and hostile towards Jesus about him going straight to Jerusalem, not hanging out in Samaria, James and John were upset that the Samaritans didn't welcome Jesus. <laughs> and so they say to Jesus, hey, do you want us to call down lightning and fire on the Samaritans to consume them, you know, and the, the judgment, the anger of God, you know, like Elijah or something. And uh, I like what Jesus does. He flips a script because he's like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> you need to understand the son of man. And he says he answers them and he doesn't do what they are suggesting or proposing. 
and they have biblical premise, you know, justification for their righteous indignation. But Jesus says this in verse 56. He says, the son of man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And I think sometimes Jesus wants to flip the script for us because we can have our righteous indignation at the world around us. They shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be saying that. You should, you know, and, and we get hostile and cranky and they're not receiving Jesus in the right way, you know, and, and Jesus is saying, wait a second, dial it back. People, no matter how they treat Jesus, Jesus will be kind and gracious and compassionate and forgiving. In fact, Jesus teaches us to forgive those who, to love those who hate us, to forgive those who are abusive with us doesn't mean we put ourselves in conscientiously in routinely abusive scenarios, but Jesus absolutely flips the script and he flipped it on these guys. And these guys had been with Jesus for probably two years at this point. And Jesus is, is pretty amped up saying, I didn't come. I didn't come to hurt and to condemn and to destroy, but rather I came to save. And so I think it's important for us to think about that. Because Jesus came to save, came to save the world around us, came to save the world, came to save us. So if we're genuinely followers of Jesus, walking in Jesus' footsteps, then we are facilitators of Jesus' salvation to flip the script. And so I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching. Hit the notification bell right there. And I just want to encourage you. I'm going to give you a joke today because I didn't give it to you at the beginning. Normally I'm giving it to you at the beginning. But just to wrap this up, think about this. Um, <laughs> do trees ever poop? And you're like, oh, no. You can't be doing that. I'm flipping the script. <laughs> Check it out. So, yes, trees poop because that's how they make number two pencils. <laughs> I know you're like, Sarah, I know it's a little bit of a juvenile humor, but still got some some uh, funny to it. So, again, thank you for subscribing. Hit the notification bell right there and answer this question as you think about Jesus flipping the script is there something in your life now that you would like Jesus to flip? Thank you so much for watching, listening. We are continuing our episodes, new series called, this is episode two, called Flip the Script. Flip the Script. And I'm going to flip the script because usually I have a joke at the end, so we're going to start on it at the beginning. And here's your joke. I was reading about atheism, and it turns out it's a non-profit organization. Non-profit get it? P-R-O-P-H-E-T. I know you're like, oh my gosh, that's so stupid. <laughs> I know it is. But of course you want to subscribe. Of course you want to give some feedback, you know, comments and uh, just helpful information. Give thumbs up, all that stuff. Really, really good because it really helps me and it also helps our channel to really uh, flourish and all these new algorithms, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, so episode two, flip the script. What are we getting at? Well, I want us to look for a few minutes at the parable of the Good Samaritan. We read about this in Luke chapter 10. And the parable of the Good Samaritan, if you've heard it before, it's Jesus talking about a dude who is, had been beat up on a road and left half dead. And a priest came by, ignored him. A Levite came by, ignored him. And then a Samaritan came by and helped him. And the dude recovered because of the Samaritan's kind good deeds, the good Samaritan. 
But when you think about it, that's kind of the brief summary, quick little thumbnail. But when you think about the parable, it's a flip script. And you say, how do you say that? Well, the parable is an answer to the question that a Jewish lawyer asked Jesus. So in Luke 10, verse 29, the, the lawyer, Jewish lawyer says to Jesus, and he's trying to trap Jesus. We know he's trying to trap him from the preceding verses. And he wishes to justify himself. And he asks Jesus, who is my neighbor? Because Jesus had said, he had asked Jesus, how do I get eternal life? How do I live? And Jesus said, well, how do you read the law? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. So wishing to justify himself, the Jewish lawyer, who's a leader in his community, that's the lawyer scenario position, wishing to justify himself. Who is my neighbor? So answer this question here in the comments. Have you ever tried to justify yourself? <laughs> You ever tried to rationalize? Ever tried to say, well, you know, give, get yourself off the hook? That's what this guy was doing. And uh, you can just, even if you, even if you have done that and you're like, I don't want to get into details, well, just leave a thumbs up. That's fine. Totally good. But I think it's important for us to think about this scenario and put ourselves in all of this. Is it possible? Is it possible that I have ever tried to justify myself in a religious way? Uh, likely, but Jesus answers him and tells who's my, who's my neighbor. He tells him the parable and in the parable, remember the, the two people that are religious, the priest and the Levite, a Levite is, uh, like basically a temple worker in essence, simple, simple answer. But those are two people normally in Jewish community and, and answering a, a lawyer, those are two people who would be above reproach, who would be highly revered and honored. And in this parable, Jesus flips the script. And he, in essence, is answering the Jewish leader, the lawyer, and saying, you know, your compatriots, your friends, who would be a priest and, and a Levite, these guys were not cordial, warm. They were not neighborly. <laughs> They weren't kind. They weren't compassionate. They weren't attentive. They saw somebody hurt, but they didn't do anything. And instead of making these leaders the hero, he flips the script. And I think in some respects, the, the lawyer could have been offended. And you kind of see at the end when Jesus comes back, circles back to answer his question, the lawyers, he answers kind of curtly. He doesn't even mention the Samaritan. Um, and the normal suspect, the normal, uh, anticipated heroes are not the heroes. They're, they're unkind and dismissive and they lack compassion. And I think Jesus in, in the whole scenario, he's flipping the script. He's like, it's not as important for you to be religious as it is important for you to be compassionate. That's the real drive, the real heart here. And so when you think about flipping the script, Let's be careful. Let's be conscientious that we are compassionate and that we model Jesus' actions and behaviors and values and priorities. That Jesus was very, very compassionate. Jesus came to seek and save that who was lost. Jesus was compassionate with people who were broken, who behaved in, in unreligious ways, who were, you know, dysfunctional. 
and the ones who didn't always have everything right, all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. Jesus was compassionate. And I think his, his crankiness sometimes with religious people was to uh, confront and kind of dislodge them from that religious quagmire so that they would receive his love for them. So let's be sure that we flipped the script. And then when you think about it, answer this question. How has Jesus been compassionate with you? How has Jesus stepped into your script, <laughs> flipped and been compassionate with you? I think he's been that way for all of us. But how about you? And you're like, well, I can't think of anything right now. Well, at least say thumbs up. Because I think as you kind of ruminate, at least the thumbs up will kind of put you in the right right frame of, of mind to kind of explore that and discover and realize, ooh, this was Jesus being compassionate. So thank you for subscribing. Thank you for giving your comments, your feedbacks. Uh, hit the little notification bell right there. We'll keep you posted when we put up new content. And next week, we're going to continue the series called Flip the Script. Hey there, thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.